three, two, one. Well, hello, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dennis and Andy Show. By the way, if you love these t-shirts and you want to support Dennis and Andy, go to uh, TeePublic. Link should be in the description below, I think. Uh, hello, Hyper Kaiju. Wow, Hyper, welcome to the show. Glad you could make it. You could get, what am I doing wearing these old man specs? Somebody told me at a con that I look 50 years older with those on, and when I take them off, I look like a newborn, fresh out of the vagina of my mother. Well, Clark Kent, you're a, where's Andy? Exactly. You look more like Christina now. No. <laughs> Why would you besmirch my assistant like that? Because she left already. Oh, by the way, we have a new COVID mask policy here. So let me just put on my mask. Uh, I don't know. Dennis made this mask for me. I'm not quite sure why he cut this out. Um, I don't know. Whatever. He wants me to wear it. Do you feel safe? Yeah, because all that's coming through is your goatee. <laughs> Something tells me you had a, a wardrobe melt. That mask is as effective as, uh, as, as the bandana. Mask. Andy is uh, describing Amelia Clark's next installment of Mom. Oh, oh my God! Oh. We're going to be talking about. We've got new books on tap. We've got a big show. New comics for the week. We've got uh, Mom. To talk about, we got fight girls. Fight girls to talk about. We've got a brand new Tila. We've got some more scoop on He Man, and we've got a movie review. Escape Room Two Tournament of Champions. So let's dive right into it because we got a big show. My tummy's already a growling. So uh, let's go. Uh, so this week, unfortunately for for us, this <sighs> neck of the woods, the only books that came out on time were DC. Uh, Marvel and everything else but DC is going to be arriving tomorrow, but we still hopefully, hopefully. there's a hopefully diamond literally shit the bed again. Yeah. Diamond crap the bed again. Hopefully new books will be in tomorrow, but we at least pulled images so you can see what the boys. This got. is what I hope to be able to get tomorrow. Um, X-Men number two. I just read X-Men number one and posted the re full review last night. <clears throat> go check it out. Um, we'll see where they go. The artwork was phenomenal. You're going to love the review on it. Um, not so sure about the writing because they mischaracterized a lot of characters in there. So uh, we'll kind of see where this goes. But the artwork's absolutely fantastic. The cover almost got me to buy the issue. Huh? <coughs> hey, what do they call seven? Like, obviously, you know, twins or twins, quadruplets or four. Is there a word for sextuplets? No, that's set six. Uh, set tuplets, I think, is seven. Octuplets are eight. And non tuplets, because so somebody, is what? somebody just had nine. I think they're set tuplets. Sectuplets. So uh, when I look at this cover, I just want to say, Wonder Sectuplets powers activate. Oh my God, you Captain Planeted the X Men. I did. Oh, oh look heart. Oh. It's Wonder Sectuplets. Oh, dude, that oh. actually. Uh, I'll never be able to unsee that now. You're welcome. But the art is fantastic inside the no, book. No, Pepe Laraz is awesome. I did not read the book. I'm done uh, with all that stuff. It's just so much of number one this, number one that. Once again, if it's so good, I can wait for the trade. Yeah. Uh, nice house on the lake. Yeah, this has been really good. Um, this is issue three. I'm going to do the one through three review on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Agreed. So uh, let's move on. 
because we have so much stuff. Hellions, of course, another X-book, so Dennis bought it. Yeah, it's an X-book. It's Hellions. Um, definitely not, not my favorite out of the group. You remember when Marvel put out, was it Marvel that did it? Marvel, no, there's a book that came out in the 80s. I want to say it was Marvel making fun of something, but I don't think it was him. It was called a generic book. It was a blank book, basically. Did you ever see that? Cover was all white, had just the logo, but then I think it was empty on the inside. I can't remember. No, I don't remember. But my point is, they could do a book that had X-Men on the cover with a cool piece of art, and that whole book could take place in John Byrne's Alpha Flight snow scene where there's nothing. And Dennis, Dennis would buy it. I would. I would buy it, unfortunately. You are you are right on that. Uh, this is a book that we are both eagerly awaiting today. I like Geiger a lot. I'll have to wait till hopefully tomorrow it comes in. Yeah, we're crossing our fingers. We have to find out if the shipment, because like I said, uh, we found out from the shop owners that Diamond shit the bed and sent it out late, and then UPS had their own problems. So we'll see maybe tomorrow, maybe Friday, but I really wanted to get those shorts out. But oh, well. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy annual number one. Nice Mike McCone cover, riffing off a of Jack Kirby fighting cover. That's cool. Yep. I, I hope it's good. It would be a good one shot. Basilisk. Uh, yep. I'm going to, this is issue number three. So the same thing when I get three issues now, I'm going to do full reviews of issues one through three. Uh, yeah, I would get the trade. I mean, you're right. This is issue five. I'm pretty sure the first story arc probably wraps with issue six. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. I know Noctera, which is also a very good book by Scott Snyder and Tony Daniel, yep. wraps with issue six, the first story arc. Yep. Uh, so I assume they're going to do a trade after that. I didn't yeah. see an official announcement, but it's logical that they would do that. But with Geiger, I think it's a safe bet to wait for the trade if you haven't bought any of them now. It is a good story, though. Highly recommend it. The Conjuring. The lover. This monkey has sex with the conjuring. You know, I'm going to be interested um, because this is, this new is, number this one? is the prequel, oh. um, you know, to oh, no, the uh, this is the prequel to the uh, the movie that we saw. Mm -hmm. You and I really liked it. My wife didn't care for it so much. But um, the story's been really good. And of course, that monkey we know from 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 the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was going to say the DC horror stuff, both of these books. Um, and their in their horror line has been pretty decent. So kudos for DC to you know going somewhere different. Cool. Out of body number three. This has been a great. I'm gonna do. A, I think I did the full review of one. I will do the one through three on this one. This is just a great premise, and I didn't know if I was gonna like it, but it was another quality aftershock uh, comic. Um, the 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 nutshell of it is you know a guy gets attempt somebody attempted to murder him and right before it looks like he's going to pass he goes into a coma he realizes kind of like dr strange he can astral you know take astral Project. form and right and he goes out to try and find who tried to murder him and he basically gets a ghost whisperer who can detect him and finds out she's trying to help him but there's somebody bad who can also do it. And apparently he eats the souls of people and then they're trying to get it. So it's a really cool concept, something that your Marvel and DC probably wouldn't touch. It's been fun. Blade Runner 2029. Love the Wait, series. Is that five or nine? Nine. 2029. Yep. Yep. Another good uh, series. Um, I've already done some quick and some full reviews. Um, this is a great, great series for all you Blade Runner fans. They're, both series have been solid. Oh, and now those are the new books for the week. Uh, Dennis, you can take it away. You saw this. so Yeah, so um, <laughs> there was a whole lot of new information, you guys, if you saw our episode about our reviews of He-Man. Um, we, we weren't very fond of it and the fact that we were lied to about everything. Um, they, the first arc was all about Tila. Second arc, we just found out, is going to be all about Evil Lynn. So the next six episodes are going to be the Evil Lynn story. So basically, no He-Man again. I'm already done. But they wound up, this was absolutely fantastic. Somebody went out and um, um, they, he posted it on Twitter, and a lot of people got tagged and stuff on it. 
but that wound up being um if you guys remember we talked about she-hulk right when they made the she-hulk way back when look like a man and it was just back when it was all the phoenix stuff going on somebody actually took that she-hulk picture and turned her into tila that is awesome i mean seriously that is kind of close to what they did during uh i mean Revelation. let's be real she grabbed the sword and said by the power of Grayskull, she'd look like this it would so whoever did this absolutely uh kudos to you it was absolutely fantastic i loved it uh i think it was eric uh nina Talowski. he's the one who uh, uh posted it um hopefully i didn't butcher his name but you know he deserves the credit that's fantastic um unfortunately for us fans that is literally the crap that we're getting with this tila smash <laughs> yeah i mean you know not to not to go over what we already talked about but the first six episodes were so or no five five, five episodes were so goddamn disappointing you know i I can't honestly say I'm going to watch it again. Well, the second part, because I don't want to, like, I'm not going to go out, like, because I know people that have canceled Netflix over it because they don't want to support it at all. And I'm not going to do that because there's a lot of other good stuff on Netflix. You know, my family likes Netflix. Yeah. So I'm not going to cancel Netflix, but I'm assuming because it's because how how Netflix is streaming, you know, back in the 80s when Dennis and I were growing up watch TV, they would get the ratings. Certain households would be chosen to get this ratings device called the Nielsen box. Yeah, the Nielsen box so they could track the ratings and then they would basically just, you know, extrapolate from this section of people that got the box. I never did. I never did either. Because if I did, but, Star Trek would still be on the air. That's right. But I'm guessing, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm assuming Netflix can tell how many people watch what. Because, I mean, Netflix has a thing now yeah. where they'll suggest, well, they always suggest stuff. Like, no. Oh, if you like this, you'll like this. They absolutely can. They, so, they know. And so He-Man already fell out of their top ten. Right. And matter of fact, I just saw a thing on there. It's not even listed on any of their things, so people are so upset. It's literally dropped off. You have to physically go in and search for He-Man Revelations in order to even pull it up now. That's why I'm really thinking I might not watch the second one. I mean, I'm torn because we do do a podcast. We do a show to review stuff, so I feel like we should do due diligence and watch it. But at the same time, I just I don't I, want to contribute. I got no interest anymore. They literally lost me. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, I agree with you 100%. Um, even though I just did see a, a new commercial with Carl Urban. <laughs> see, I disagree. And, 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 I think, and that was on it. Well, I, I think Star Trek ended with Return of the Jedi. After that, Star Trek was done. Yeah, because, you know, when the Vipers blew up and uh, and then the TARDIS got lost, yeah, you were kind of done with Star I Trek. Was, I was done at that point. Yeah. yeah. Once it was, you know, Kirk. And the bad guy saying to Kirk, I'm your father. I was just like, I'm out. Although if you, you jump the shark. If you do like good Star Trek, the IDW series right now that they're doing is see it's uh, year five. So they kind of continued on where the original three seasons of the, the TOS stopped. Then they went season uh, year four and now year five. That is some great writing and great art. Greetings, pop culture. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Bob. Great. Glad you could uh, join us. And then Gandalf led Harry Potter. Exactly. You're the star. I mean, you know, I read about that on some fan stuff because I was out after, you know, Return of the Jedi. So anyhow. Uh, yeah. So we're done with, uh, I think, yeah, I don't think if we're we, going to be reviewing it. Or if we do, maybe I'll watch it at Dennis's place so at least they don't get one extra person. You know, <laughs> here's the issue and why people are we're, we're canceling Netflix over it. It isn't because Netflix aired something no, that was because bad. Kevin Smith BS'd his way over it. Right. Well, and the fact that Netflix is pushing this type of material right. on everybody. And it, I know I don't want to get political on this, but ever since Obama joined the board of directors for it, they pushed forward on a lot of this type of 
of behavior and they want this type of material that's in it. And he came out and had said it because you can go see the video clips of it. And unfortunately, this is the kind of woke stuff. And I trusted Kevin Smith. I did too. So the reason why is Kevin Smith even admitted during his interview, Netflix doesn't care. <laughs> Kevin Smith was more enjoyable when he was silent. It's he true. Um, you know, and I'm also disappointed because I don't know about you, but somebody's having a 60th birthday bash up at Martha's Vineyard at their yeah. luscious estate. Yeah. Obama. And we didn't get our invites. Right. Because we I mean, he's we, only we, having 700 people. What's what's another two? We would do a podcast. I we would stream live from Obama's 60th birthday. But no, no invites. That's not a super spreader. Don't get me started. Wow. So anyway, this is the whole point of He-Man. If we watch it, it's only because we, we need to to do this. They lost me as a fan. I will not be buying any of the toys. I really don't want to see season uh, the second part of the season. They, they lost no, me. I, it was such I, garbage. I'm done. I have uh, no interest in watching it. It's like I said, seriously, I'm a little torn because I think we should at least maybe watch one episode just to tell you guys about it. Because, you know, we know you come to us. I believed in you, Kevin Smith, and I defended you, too, going, there's no way he would do this. So, no Kevin Smith, way. you're off my Christmas card list. Out of here. Dang it. Darn it. Uh, moving on to Mom. We said we, were, we read uh, this so that we could review this. Oh, those are those are those that's a good 20 minutes i'll never get back i'm telling you it's almost as good as he-man revelations <laughs> jesus christ i don't know well, you know people are gonna people might see this when we're done reviewing it and be like oh you misogynistic pigs the book wasn't meant for you blah 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 it's meant for a female audience i wouldn't give this to my daughter to read right i wouldn't give this to my wife to read it literally the writer went through and marguerite bennett you know i worked with her on earth 2 at dc uh that was a superhero book um i'm sorry but it's just like they were trying to check off every freaking box of woke sjw garbage against men and stereotypical but, women well, stuff. One thing we'll be upfront and say: we know that this book was not marketed towards us. We no. we are men who are happily married with children who work for a living, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, we are not the target audience that that they're aiming this for. So we get that, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't review it. Uh, uh, the new Suicide Squad Black Label, I give a shot to. Okay, that's cool. Yep, that's cool. Yep. But um, just to give you an idea, so this, we, we said we would we would read it because it's an interesting concept. The art is fantastic. Yeah, the art's, the art's not bad. I like the art style. And I will say this. One thing from an art standpoint that drove me crazy is that many goddamn balloons in one panel. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? She word balloons. The way I look at it is, yeah, I've done comics that have, that have had three word balloons in a panel, and throughout the word balloons, you you might get a different sense, like, oh, this guy's expression might change. This could have been a couple panels, but you know, it's comics, so you go with the flow. The amount, no pun intended, the amount of shit that this woman is saying in this opening pa second panel. She goes through so many different, at least I visualize so many different reactions on her face when she's talking that I thought to myself, it would have been better to have multiple facial expression close-ups after this establishing shot, you know, make this panel smaller so there could be like three panels underneath right. of close-ups of her with different facial expressions as she's spouting off this garbage she's spouting off. So this takes place in the year 2049. Oh. So this takes place in the future, about, say, roughly 30 years. All right. Um, and yet 
when you read this, it is literally they're talking about today's society and and everything. Mom, what, it sold out. It is local. It, comic it did. Stuff. It sold out everywhere. Um, and but that it, doesn't be, surprise was, me because how many were like the shop I went to had less than five. Yeah. So here's 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 what I, I want you guys to, to realize, because if you've seen other videos or other people talking about it, all they're going to do is rip it with no context. So this first panel, this really tells all that we need to do. I'm going to kind of read through it. Just this one, because I want you guys to hear what they're spouting off. My name is Meyer Cooper. I am 29 years old. A single mom, a high school dropout, oh. chemical engineer, oh. part-time sex worker, Thai food junkie, biological freak of nature, Scorpio and blood moon rising, no drama, water signs. I like Ruth Bader Ginsburg's speeches. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's dissect this a little bit because we're not doing this for every page. But just in that first one, 29, fine, single mom. I don't have a problem with that. Single mom, there's lots of reasons women can be single. So not a problem with that. Uh, high school dropout, right, whatever. I mean, let's check a box because then, but I'm a chemical engineer. So, hey, kids, you don't need to finish high school to become a chemical engineer. Sex worker, what, WTF, and I'm just doing that because that's millennial speak. What the hell does that have to do with anything? And why are you spouting off like you're proud of it? You're, you're a chemical engineer? And you're a sex worker? I, in 2049, does chemical engineering pay that shitty where you have to be a sex worker on the, the side? And the fact that you can be a chemical engineer and a sex worker with being a high school dropout not having a degree, that can't happen right now. You, you, you don't know any chemical engineers that are on any good paying job that, that can do it. But Yeah. All right. I like Ruth Bader Ginsburg's speeches. Martha Stewart Living, again, just to go right down and check them off. I enjoy more children's television shows than is probably healthy. I lie to myself every January about using the elliptical that I bought four years ago and anything for anything more expensive than for clothes hangers. I get anxiety from feeling like I don't listen to enough podcasts about controlling anxiety. And I made a pacifistic, a pacifist run. Uh, on Undertale, my first time through, including escaping the bullet hell. Thank you very much. I am currently trapped schmoozing on an Upper West Side corporate after party okay. as part of the boss's entourage for a female empowerment in the workplace initiative. The last CFO had to step down after getting caught soliciting what turned out to be several thousand Mexican scorpions in a trench coat as part of a viral prank sensation. So here we are. And this. It's it's so much virtue signaling, throwing every... I mean, you talk about throwing everything in the kitchen sink that you possibly can. This has got to be one of the most fucked up people in the world if this person actually existed, which... There's no way in hell in real life they do. At least with Peter Parker, yes, Spider-Man doesn't exist, but there are people in this life like Peter Parker. There are people like Clark Kent in this world. I know I read that. <laughs> Got to watch back-to-back -back Conan movies. I hear you, brother. I'm going to have to go out and have a shot after this, and I don't even like alcohol that much. So that's but. the problem. We know it's not marketed to men. We get this. But even the women that are that that look this, I mean, there are some online apparently going, this is the greatest book ever. How many women out there look at this? And even if you're a feminist and you're going to just sit down and go, wow, this is great. I run into all of these things every day. They basically take a, the checkbox, a list of everything that could possibly be wrong. And they literally do every one. And then this is a person we're supposed to root for because this is how they view society today. Right. And, and once again, the biggest thing I told Dennis, and he brought it up, was it takes place in 2049, 28 years from now. But it's written with all the tropes of today. So the writer didn't think, well, where could we be? What advances could we have made? In 28 years, I mean, she even said she's attending this uh, work initiative thing for women. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? 
It's a work initiative thing for women. Which is what they're doing today. All they're doing is just moving the time frame, talking about all of the woke shit going on with, say, Coca-Cola, um, you know, Amazon, all of those companies now. And they're, they're saying that it's even worse in 20 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so moving on. The, the next page, again. She takes a shit over her a, dad. There's a dad. She says, you know, maybe the answer is, so mom's got a form of cancer or disease. So, you know, they're trying to do it. Dad's a scientist. Which I'm sorry. Joe Biden told me he was going to get the cure for cancer. That's right. He did. He did. And I'm still waiting. Yeah. But she even goes, maybe the answers like this are for my dad. My dad was a scientist, but he was a shitty scientist. Wow. Because all men have to be wow. terrible people. Shitty at what they do, and obviously he's not going to be curing mom because he is a terrible, terrible scientist because men don't know what they're doing. Where's the word balloon after that says, and he touched me inappropriately and beat my cancerous mom? That's that's issue two. Oh, that's issue two. Right. When she does a flashback. Get more backstory with her shitty dad, scientist. Uh, yeah, and then, of course, they're watching a, a thing on their laptop, and the news comes up, and it talks about, as the cost of water continues to skyrocket, um, the optimates insist that rationing is counter to the free market. So, again, now they're, they wind up attacking, even in the background, they wind up attacking capitalists and, you know, the free market, because those are all evil, because we all know socialism and communism is good. I mean, literally, it's every single page of this is just, garbage patriarchy bad capitalism bad they're going to cut water in 2049 is going to be so expensive so we we did this for you guys so you guys would never have to rush out even feel the need to buy this and, and then do it we only bought the one copy because you know we both didn't want to spend money on well it. the funny thing is somebody recommended it to us and Dennis and I kind of looked at each other. This is somebody we don't know. We were at a con. And I think the dealer that recommended us was doing a con job because he wanted to just sell it. Um, it, was, said, it was his last copy. We, we, it, yeah. we did see that. Well, that's what he said. Well, it's true. Maybe he had some hidden. So he's like, I got to sell this. So he recommended it. And I'm thinking, get out of here. This guy looks straight. Is he seriously recommending? He, he was good. So we talked about a lot of the indie. He loved the independent stuff, and we were talking about it. This panel, this page, as was another one. It's all in the workplace. You know, he goes, "I like your work. I can't keep covering for you. You know, you're damn good at your uh -oh. job. The problem is your social behavior." Uh -oh. He goes, "Where, uh, where were you for the Super Bowl party at Hawkers? Are we?" Because, of course, you know, we have to make jokes about that. And it's that. the worst name. You can tell a chick wrote this because that's the best they could come up with. Why weren't you at the Super Bowl party at Honkers? Because it was Chris's bachelor's party. The other girls didn't have a problem going with it. And then he, she goes, oh, wait for it. I'll, it'll cost you one American comic book. He's going to tell me I need to wear dot, dot, dot. Remember, it is company policy to wear heels to the office. Yes, because that is such a big deal today. And then he makes a comment, oh, and, you know, it, it improves morale if we can tell your cup size. I, I got to be honest. I got I to be honest. Dennis, we're both married. And I, I can't count the number of times my wife come home, comes home and complains that her boss is always saying, where are the heels? And let's see a little more boobages and cleavengers. I mean, it. Ha I mean, does it happen to your wife? No, I'm, I'm telling mean, you. When I even was talking about this with my wife and some of the other girls, they're like, "This is garbage. This does not happen at all in the workplace." And she goes, "It would never even be tolerated. This is something that was written from like the 1970s yes. when you would see it, you know, back yes. in the day. This is like Mad Men stuff in the right. office where they'd slap the chick on her ass and be like, go get me a coffee and smack that butt. This is like Cuomo stuff. Yeah. And then she crushes the, she locks him in, she crushes him in. And then on the next page we see, you know, he's like, hey, the door won't budge. I'm claustrophobic. Get me out, you morons. Glass ceilings are acceptable. Locked doors are not. Oh, 
God. Seriously, glass ceilings. Again, tell this to my wife who is, she's the money maker in the family. And we we know how that goes. The the women today are just as, ah, this is just garbage. And if if there was a company that existed (laughs) out there like there, there would be lawsuits. Oh, yeah. I missed uh, what? Daniel said, real communism has never been tried. <laughs> that is absolutely it's, a true comment. Exactly. When I talk to people that I know, including relatives, that are like, well, you just don't understand communism. I'm like, tell me where it's ever worked properly ever in the history. Well, they've just not done it right. Well, yeah, but when you're seriously you're talking to younger people, not older Correct. Relatives. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. So there's symbolism in this, and this is uh, some of the art that's in there. So again, we've got mom, and this is all dealing with the all-seeing eye. You know, you can look on the back of your dollar bills and seeing it, which means, I don't know, are they trying to tie in some Illuminati stuff with it? Um, Who the hell knows what they're actually trying to accomplish here? But again, you've got all these different uh, symbols, and, uh, and I just love the metal finger stuff. I mean, it's just like grow up. Yes, grow. Up. All this book is designed to do is to segregate and divide people, particularly comic book fans. This was not written for just a good story. This was written from vindictive and. If there, there, I'm not saying there isn't a girl that doesn't exist out there somewhere that maybe has gone through this, but seriously, most of the women today they can't, they can't say that this at, is real. Look at freaking Spider Woman, you know, Spider Woman, good book, female lead, strong female character, none of it. And I'm not talking current Spider Woman because I've read that. I'm talking, you know, when it first came out in the '70s yes. or early '80s and stuff. Jessica Drew, Jessica Drew, strong female lead. She you know, great. even even Miss Marvel back in the 70s, strong female lead. But it wasn't shoving down your throat all this garbage of, oh, and I do this and I do this and capitalism blows and men suck and blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah, no, dads yeah. aren't involved in, in people's lives anymore and there's no men. So anyway, we got to get under her powers because we all oh, know that time of the month when when women get their thing, they get she gets powers. And it varies. So when she's angry, she becomes super strong and super fast. When she's anxious, she gets supersonic hearing. When frightened, she becomes invisible. When happy, she can super stretch. When sad, she can heal almost instantly. When laughing, the sound can shatter objects. When she is at the peak of her power and all the emotions are a go, her eyes blaze gold. This is known as the pinnacle. I love this. Hyper guys, you. I have noticed all this men suck. I hate you, Dad. Talk calms down about two months prior to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas, Valentine's Day. Uh, yes. I don't need no man. I don't need no man. Uh-uh. Yep. I don't get it. This final page is, now, there was some potential to do something. So assuming that... Some of the things that we talked about could happen to an individual woman who might have right. experienced one or two of these things, something like that. Mm-hmm. W- women in general do not run through the entire gamut. No. But what they did do on the end, if you know somebody that needs support, because number one, hate crimes. If you know somebody that's a hate crime, that that's, that's great. Good. Here's some information here's some, here's some in the info. UK or the US. Here's some information that can help you. More power. Don't, don't have awesome. a problem with that. Domestic abuse. We we all know maybe somebody that's had an issue or something like that. Again, domestic abuse. That's fine. You know, good on there. Number three, rape, sexual harassment, and sexual assault. Obviously, after dealing with Cuomo right now and watching all of this stuff unfold live before our eyes, this is another good thing to actually have yeah. in there. Trafficking in modern slavery. Again, we're seeing all of these crackdowns on human trafficking uh, across our southern, northern, all of our borders, actually, not to mention how they extend into other countries. Oh, no, 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 no. Our Canadian border is closed, buddy. They're not letting anybody in that country. 
Oh, oh Justin yeah, Trudeau's no. like, you can't come here. No, no, it's the so, other way. Right. They're, they're, they, they want him to come over here. Right. Yeah. Uh, number five, LBGTQI plus rights and awareness. Uh, okay. I didn't All know right. there was a phone number for that, but okay. Yep. Apparently there's a whole bunch of stuff for it. Anti-racism. Where are they having you go for anti-racism? Black Lives Matter. Oh. Literally. They, you can't make this stuff up. The Civil Rights, uh, the American Civil Liberties Union. Um, yeah, the ACLU, ACLU, ACLU yeah. hasn't really been in, in for our rights for a long time. It's just amazing. Number seven, mental health and suicide. There we go. Again, if you know somebody with issues That's there. That's a good one. So they at least tried to put some stuff out there. But again, it was full of virtual signaling, which... All right, I don't so much as have a problem with that, but uh, anyway, uh, CGC rating. Oh, God, it's like a 0.5. So that is the lowest we can go is a 0.5. Oh, are you agreeing? So on story, it is absolutely Oh, wait, wait, a I got I to do the average. You're right. 0.5 for the story. Uh, I'm going to give the, oh, man. Oh, this is going to bring it up too much because I thought the art was actually pretty nice um, overall. I had some issues with the art here and there, but overall, I thought the artwork was pretty nice. So art-wise, you know, I'm going to give it like, oh, this is really going to skew it. Because I was going to say, I'll give the art like a, a 7 out of 10. Yeah. So then when you tack on a 0.5, that's a 7.5. You divide that by two for the average. You're looking at a 3.75. Is that right? 3.75? Yeah. yeah. You'd have to round it. So either a 3.5 or a 4. I'm going to go round it down to 3.5, which, God, I hate doing that because. And honestly, uh, I'm the same way, but I'm waiting the story so much because I hated it. The art was good. Yeah, the um, art was good. And, and I liked it. And if it had a reasonable story, I would have been there. I, I'm giving it a 2.0, a, no, a 1.5. The only reason it's not getting a 0.5 is because the art was good. This was just a heaping pile of hate trash. That's all I can say. We know it wasn't meant for us. But even the girls that I have shown this to, they, right, couldn't, the they couldn't even believe this was written. That's so this is written for a small group of feminist, male-hating, free market-hating, all the checkboxes that you see out there. Right? Uh, you're you're in this business. Us. Comic books are a business, whether you like whether they like it or not. I love it. It's a business, and you want to you you know the you want to get sales. Well, how could I, how could you possibly market a smaller audience than what they did here? Right, and, and, but they brought in Amelia Clark to right. be the front person because you know the mother of dragons. She's going to sell stuff, and that that's what they were banking on. And she's all for it, which tells me all I need to know for that. This seems more like a guidebook. <laughs> what? It is. It's a guidebook. Yeah, it is uh, a guidebook on on apparently what they think all men should do. Yeah, big D shield. Deagles, Democrat hats. Yeah, it's guys. It's all I can say is, I it's it left such a bad taste in my mouth, my oh, eyes, my brain. Say, oh, that's such a bad. It, it's terrible. No, I'm just saying you don't want to equate mouth with this book. No, no. So, however, palate cleanser, palate cleanser. Oops, wrong. Hold on, got to get to the right guys. Screen. We read a really good book that we I think we may both enjoy. You know, Frank Cho put out <laughs> Fight Girl. So Frank Frank Cho, a man, uh, wrote a book with with powerful women. See, I give this book to my daughter to read because it shows that it shows strong women. Ten women, four Ten women challenges, one crown, one winner takes it all. Dun 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 dun. You know, and you're Oops. like, well, what? Sorry. how is this going to wind up, you know, going out? This is literally the exact opposite of what we just talked about. And Frank Joe, a man, wrote it. But let's just kind of take a look. So the premise of this is it takes place in a galaxy far, far away. Well, I don't know if it's a galaxy far away. We know it's not anywhere near here. and That's But true. it's very similar to the old medieval tradition. There's a king and queen. 
The queen is barren, cannot give the king uh, sire uh, an heir to the crown. So the church comes in and annuls the marriage. And basically, they send out to the farthest reaches of their known universe, they bring in their 10 best champions for girls. That's where the 10 women come in there. They have four challenges. And whoever survives, the sole survivor out of this becomes queen. Very simplistic, dystopian kind of uh, uh, of a story that they're gonna that they're gonna tell in this. That's right, and it's Frank Cho's art. So yeah, I mean the art because I always talk about the art. Uh, Frank's a good guy. He's a he's a funny guy for sure. Uh, I've known Frank for almost twenty years, a little longer maybe, something like that. Anyhow, um, fun fact: we actually grew up in the same city. He's two years younger than me. He was a sophomore in high school when I was a senior at the same high school, never interacted. Now, the school I went to was huge, like 3,000 students, so it's not surprising. But point is, I thought that was fun. Uh, but I've always liked Frank's art. Uh, obviously, he draws beautiful women. He draws great dinosaurs. Uh, he, he's just great to organic stuff. I think he'll even tell you that if he has to draw cityscape stuff, it's not stuff he likes to draw. Um, and he wrote this book. He created it. So he's going to draw stuff he enjoys. And that's what he's doing. And you can tell when an artist is having fun, a creator is having fun. And just reading the book, he had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. So the basic, it's kind of thinking like Hunger Games. Yeah. The girls are in there. There's 10 of them. They're like, on your mark, get set, go. They hit it. Beam a light, envelops them. Whoop. They're sent down to this unknown planet that's been untamed, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in this page we're showing here, you know, you got number one standing up, trying to kind of, she kind of trying to bark out orders. She's considered the, what they figured was the champion, yeah. the, the most likely winner. She's the strongest. She figured they were, she was going to be the clear winner. And then, of course, so she's trying to be like, because in this first, first uh, contest, they have to get to this uh, this monument and get to the top of it, basically. Don't want to give too much away. But I love it. So she's standing up. She's like, ladies, we should basically do this, this, and this. You know, and yes, I could read you the dialogue, but that would ruin it. So I'm just paraphrasing. This is good enough where you should read it on your right. own. Right. And this chick with the ponytail and one eye or eye patch is like, bitch, it's all for one, one for, one for all. Smacks her upside the head. I love that. That just cracked me up. Kills her right there. Bam! Yeah, yeah. Done. takes her out. Uh, here we get to the, some dinosaur stuff. Once again, Frank likes the dinosaurs. He's great at drawing dinosaurs. And it's a raptor, like a velociraptor. Yeah, it's like a velociraptor. Like they call Park. it something else. They call it a raptor. Oh, they do. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, Frank has a definite way he does his panel layouts and storytelling. Uh, and every artist does. Every artist, I, I think every artist's storytelling is like a thumbprint once you look at an artist enough you can tell oh yeah that's so-and-so yep. you know beyond art style but panel arrangement layout it is awesome hyper kaiju did you not pick this up did you not pick this up yeah if you guys did well you'll get our ratings and we'll recommend if you should pick this up here's another great panel where three chicks are taken out by a freaking huge crocodile beast yeah, so they're actually they're they knock the raptor off. They're trying to work together. <laughs> One of the girls who saved the other girl, the blonde number six, she's down there. They're helping her up for saving her life and <laughs> knocks the raptor into the water. And this huge croc comes up and basically just eats the three of them. That is fantastic. Uh, Pop culture. This is a five issue mini series. Yep. So it's a five-issue series. Of course, it'll be collected. I was tempted. Uh, I didn't even see this. Sounds like I may be going back. Well, put it this way. The second issue comes out next Wednesday. Dennis and I were late to the game, and the week it came out, we both missed out because it sold out at the three shops we go to. And we got our, our shop got shorted. The one I go to got, yeah. got shorted. So... He goes, well, we're supposed to get him back in, so we've been waiting for it. So we we did. We had to wait. It came in. It's all cool. Yeah, and this is the first print we were able to get. And I take it back. The shop 
two shops in town I go to had the Mike Diodato cover. I want the Frank Cho cover. So yeah, I, I was, did too. I was I waited and got it. So uh Hyper Kaiju, you definitely need to get it. Uh like I said, I was thinking about waiting for the trade, but then I was like, nope. I'll get it, and then I'll probably buy the trade as well because I'm sure it'll have extra stuff in it. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll show Ooh, you nice uh, butt shots. Yes, there are nice butt he's shots. He's got a lot of nice shots. So the next panel. And real quick, here's the only difference I would have done on this page. Uh, the croc is chomping down. This chick right here to the right, I would have actually had her lower body falling off because he chomped down so hard. Yeah. Right in half. Yeah. Then well, that's, that's just like, you know, yeah, I'm not, you know. Frank does this thing. It's great. I love I love that entire scene. I, I kind of I, agree yeah, with you. I thought there. it was great. But maybe that's just the start of the chop. Uh, oh, no. I'm sure it is. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. In a way. Um, and this is where middle finger works. Not like in Mom, where they're literally giving the middle finger to the reader. But right here, she, you know, this, this chick has attitude. Uh, let's see. What issue? This is number one, this man. This is first issue. First issue we're going through. Yeah. Yep. I usually do a full review um, where I, I do a flip through of it, either a quick flip and then a full review. But Andy and I just decided, you know what? Because we both really wanted to see it. As soon as we flipped through it, we loved the artwork. We were like, Let, let's just do this one live. We, we just decided instead. Um, he introduces these two characters down here. Uh, you don't know exactly. It's a mystery who these two cats are. You only see them a couple times in the book. This is the second time we see them. So again, like Hunger Games and, and other movies like that, they're viewing this. The All the galaxy is viewing this, you know, just like in Hunger Games, how each of the districts would view what was going on. All the galaxies viewing this. People are taking bets on it. There's a lot of betting going on. Um you know, and then they keep kind of showing these guys, and we—they don't look like they're quite good guys. They're up to something, but we don't know yet. There's a few number one lists. Yeah, there are a few on eBay. So I mean, you, and they're not like going for expensive. You can get them for—I've seen—I check. You can get them for cover price plus shipping. So I mean, you're still doubling your cost because shipping's the same amount as the book, but at least it's—you know—it's not super high yet. So yeah. But all in all, like I said. Um, you know, this was to me a fun. I mean, this was not Shakespeare. This he did not write this to be uh, a super thought-provoking. You know, yeah, it's not Watchmen. No, this is was a straightforward, fun book. fun book. It's like a popcorn movie. But I tell but you what, form. this book stars has a leading cast of women. Mom, leading cast of a woman, right? Both woman-centric books. This one is empowering, showing what women can do. Yeah, it takes place in the future. So what? It still shows strong women competing. Mom, woman complaining about how, you know, my dad was shitty. I do. I work multiple jobs. Wah, wah, wah. They tell me to wear heels. I mean, come on. Yes. This this book is great on a CGC scale. I'm giving it a 9 -0. Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of it and I'm looking forward to seeing where there's a nice twist in the end as well with the introduction of another character, which we're not showing. Yep. Uh, so, I, you know, he hooked me uh, in the end because as I was reading it, I didn't flip through it first. Uh, as I was reading it, I was like, oh, where's this going? Uh, and then, like I said, yeah, in the end, I was like, oh, see, you know, I'm close. I'm giving it an eight five. Um, the art was stellar. Best. I mean, I loved it. And the story, like I said, you know, guys, I really like stories. Act one, act two, act three. I'm kind of going through where the story's going. I, I did want a little bit more. I do like, you know, we're trying to figure out who these guys are. The other guys at the end that you'll get introduced to. It's good. Um, again, it, it's not Shakespeare. It's not meant to be. But it's a solid story. It's enjoyable. The artwork's fantastic. Um, and it is. It's it's a strong woman book that shows what you can do in doing what the mom tried to do, but in a positive light. Right. And, and granted, guys would buy this book because we like to, to look at the girls. 
girls will buy this book because A -A they're all strong. They're all strong. They're champions from across the right. universe. I basically. give this book to my daughter to read because I want her to read a book where women aren't complaining about their situation in life and they're looking to overcome obstacles. Not a book that just complains about their lot in life, basically. Exactly. Which, uh, escape room, or not oh, escape room, which mom did. I'm jumping ahead because next, next, we are going to be talking about Escape Room 2, Tournament of Champions. That was our movie. We were supposed to see G.I. Joe. Dun, dun, dun. Snake Eyes. Yeah, G.I. Joe dun, Snake dun, Eyes. Dun. But... It wound up, we, we you know, Courtney wants sure, to see it, so we went on it. There's just a couple. Okay. Well, I just didn't want to lose the screen at third. I think. Uh, let's see. But, uh, yeah, so we decided, well, if we're not going to go see Snake Eyes, what are we going to see? And Andy goes, we should go see, you know, Escape Room 2. Aha! I need to go watch Escape Room 1. And, and I'm very did. glad I did. And this looks like a scene from 1. This is a scene from 1. What? Yeah, this is from Escape Room One. Oh, that's actually really funny because it popped up as a as yeah. a two year. Dude, you saw the movie? Do you recognize these people? Yeah, there's almost no screenshots out there. No. Well, I look. Right. Anyway, that is from one, and so it was. It was pretty awesome because it was the guy from Reaper who we all kind of loved. Uh, uh, Space Bastard Seven a few weeks ago. Uh, special all Bizly art issued. No, I did not. I did not see that. I might have to look for that because I do like Biz. I didn't. I actually didn't see it at all. And it's and a number seven. Either of the shops. So, yeah. Huh. Um, all right. Well, let's see if you did any better with the next still. Uh, this is from two. There we go. So basically, if you saw Escape Room, a bunch of people get these invites to this escape room. They're all kind of escape room type personalities people that's why they get these invites and then of course it's basically torture chambers they have to get out of to try and survive uh two people do survive the game aka escape room two that's where it picks up uh the the dude second from the left right here and the girl right here are from the first one they're trying to hunt down the people that constructed this whole escape room they go to new york they get onto a subway just to find out that everybody on that subway car was already in an escape room and won a la the Tournament of Champions. Yep. So the girl on the right, um, uh, Taylor Russell, she plays Zoe Davis, uh, and that's her name in here, Zoe. And she is kind of the star. She was pretty much the star of the first one. Again, a strong, empowering girl who's no. who's right. I, I mean, wow. Can you imagine that? How could you write a girl that's not a whimpering little bitch and complains about her life? I know. But she does a really good job. She really No, was. she doesn't. She, that's the point. She's strong. She's I mean, she has complaints, because I mean, let's be real. She went through hell in this first movie. And saw people die. So she has rights to go to a psychiatrist and talk over her shit. She has, right. she has all rights to have PTSD. And not I, just because she didn't like her dad. And she plays, because we were sitting there when I first watched it, I'm like, oh my God. I recognize her. And I said, but I couldn't place it. And I hate I hate going and cheating. So I was sitting there. You are a cheater. She played Penny from Lost in Space. Yep. So if you guys like good sci-fi, the Lost in Space stuff on netflix was actually solid she played penny she was great in that role she's great in this um and then in two she picks up and again the two survivors wind up being in there and i mean realistically this is a very simple plot there's deadly escape rooms they design these games you're just like the escape rooms that we go to here's all these clues you got to do and you have to do it the difference is if ours goes out we run out of time, the door opens, you walk out, we're sad. And here, if your time goes out, you die. And it, there's all these really cool. So if, you, if you're a fan of actual escape rooms, this movie keeps you in the moment. It keeps you thinking as they're panicking and their heart's beating and they're trying to figure out what, what's next in order to do it. You're sitting there trying to help them figure it out. It's very well done. Um, again, this isn't... A, a movie that takes incredible no, amounts a, of thought. It's not an Oscar winner, but it could be an MTV Movie Award type movie. 
Yeah, um, for sure. This is um, fun. It, it's an hour and a half, so it's tight. It, and we're not going to give any spoilers away. It's an hour and a half, tight movie. The pace is really good. Like Dennis said, the escape rooms are very inventive. And you kind of do play along because you're like looking for clues as well. It, uh, it's not as gruesome as Saw. It's I not, mean, oh, it, yeah. In a way, it's got like Saw elements to it because of how you have to escape. And if you don't play the game, you die. But it doesn't have the gruesomeness that Saw does. I don't even know. What was it rated? Was it PG? I think this was PG-13. Oh, I'll have to look. I yeah, actually don't. I don't know. think it was R. Because it... PG-13. Yeah, it's PG-13. Because there was actually a moment where I... After the movie where I said, Man, I'd rather have seen this dude die more horribly. What was the first... Is that... Oh, that's not the first one. I was just curious. Yeah. So anyhow, I will say this. It's not a spoiler. Uh... Totally set up for a third one. Yes. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Deborah Ann out. Wool's in it. For those of oh, you yeah. that are True Blood fans, um, she played my favorite. No, vampire she does not it. take her top off. It's rated PG thirteen. She right. is 20, uh, 25 years old though, so she might wear a mask with a hole in it, but that's about but it. But that's it. Yeah. Um, no, it is. Uh, it's if you like this type of suspenseful movie, uh, you'll like it. It definitely leads into a third one. You do not have to stay through the credits. There's no after credit. There's no during credit scene. And uh, uh, CGC rating on this bad boy is, uh, 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 I feel, I already saw what the audience score gave it, but it's Sorry. what I planned on giving it as well. So it's uh, I'm giving it a 7.5 for a score, which yeah. is what people, you know, on the tomato meter, the audience gave it. I gave it an 8-0, so I was in the ballpark. Um, I thought it was solid. I enjoyed it. I actually really want to see the third one now and hope that they can pull it off because all the different escape rooms and what they did, and you want to find out who's the man behind the curtain. Kind of want to figure all of this out, and I'm assuming it's all going to eventually get answered. Yep, you're right. They were. They were the best ones in True Blood. Yep, so Dennis is an 8, I'm a 7.5, and I looked it up, and they are, of course, the critics hate it, therefore that means I was going to probably like it, but I didn't see it ahead of time. Um, the critics gave it a 45%, which means they really didn't like it. The audience is giving it 75% with over 500 uh, verified reviews. Um, they're right in the ballpark of what we like. It's not a home run by any imagination. But it's a solid popcorn movie, and I did. I literally ate popcorn that day. Yeah, it's a good movie. Go check it out. I would be remiss if I didn't show First Man Volume 2 Learning Curve coming to you when you back it. I picked up some more backers today. The campaign keeps growing. With your help, we'll keep it going. Let's build it. We're at the stretch goal phase, so more money raised, more stretch goals can be had. What are you at right now? Right now, we're at uh, I'm at fourteen six ninety three. The Ooh. next stretch goal is fifteen. Get you that metal bookmark. Let's that, that bookmark's awesome. Let's scroll down. I even put it on the page so people can see. Dun, 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 dun. Go there, she is the lovely Penumbra metal bookmark to go with your. Penumbra bookmark from the first campaign. She seems kind of vivacious. She is so vivacious. Speaking of vivacious, let's watch the fantastic trailer with my lovely voiceover. Luke Henry, after kicking Monarch's ass to the depths of space, is back on Earth. And now he's looking to save the world from the Fourth World Foundation. Sure, he had help from Penumbra before, She's but she's not helping him this time. He's got to face it on his own. Look at these four people. He's coming for a villain known as Adonis. He'll do it. He'll be there. Back it now. I was meant to. Yes. Back it now, guys. If you haven't backed it yet, back it now. If you have backed it, thank you so much. It's because of people like people like you that let me bring this dream project of mine to life. Uh, please share it. I gauge a critic's legitimacy by checking the scores for Ghostbusters. I agree 100%. Um, yeah, in so, which case, your Ghostbusters was like a 1.5 and 
And Star Wars The Last Jedi was a 2.5. There we go. So anyhow, back the campaign. If you have backed it, share it because sharing is caring. And uh, like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Everybody here, I know you watch my morning show and you've already subscribed, but share both our channels so we can get the word out to uh, people as well. Plus, we've got a contest. I We posted a That's video right. on it. We've got our Batnite, Batman Fortnite. For any of you out there that are big fans, Andy is giving away all six of his codes to one lucky winner. You just need to go to the bottom, like and subscribe to us, and then enter down below that you want to be entered in the contest for all six so that you can get your armored Batman skin along with all the other six items. One lucky winner from now through the entire month of August, and then we'll announce it. But you got to like, subscribe, and make sure you post. Leave a comment down below that you want to be entered into the contest. Yep. All you got to say in the comment is Batman Fortnite contest, and you are entered to win. Yeah. Uh, Fortnite, isn't that two weeks? Wait, isn't Fortnite? Isn't it? Oh, I see what you're saying. You're a funny guy. That Just is. Talking about the calendar. And it actually came out. The book came out every two weeks. See how that works? Oh my God. That just, uh, that, you know, you know what you deserve. For that. Oh my. Oh my is right. Oh my, oh my. All so, right, guys. Yep, I was going to say it's hashtag codes giveaway. There you go. So you can just do co hashtags codes giveaway. Friday, we are going to go see. Snake well, Eyes tomorrow. Snake Eyes tomorrow. We're going to review Friday. it on Friday. So until then, guys, everybody, have a great rest of your day. It's time for some pizza. Pizza time. Bye, everybody. Three, two, one. Pizza.